Welcome to Revolutionary Thinking with me, your host, Ariel the Avalanche. This is where we get your stereotypes, put them on the examination table, get out a sledgehammer and smash them into smithereens, and throw those smithereens into the incinerator. Last time we came down on Asian hate, racism, and anti-Semitism, and this time we are coming down on children as property. This is going to be a bit of a tough nut to crack because this is an extremely touchy subject. Anything that has to do with children is a touchy subject. Yet, I just want to remind everyone that being born is the ultimate act of not consenting to anything. You never consented to who your parents were going to be. You never consented to what time period you were going to be born in. And you never consented to the socioeconomic status you were born in. And you never consented to the region of the world that you were born in. So birth for the person being born is the ultimate act of non-consent. Now, for the parents, unless in cases of rape, it could have been consent or non-consent. But there's more there than an act of consent and non-consent. Did these parents have this child consciously, or did these parents decide to have this child unconsciously. So a conscious way of having a child is making some kind of plan for that child of what are you going to do to help them while they're growing up. Having a child unconsciously is just having the child and that child growing up and you have zero plan for it and you just fly by the seat of your pants. There's also a way of having a child selfishly, and there's a way of having a child selflessly. And that's different from consciously or unconsciously. The selfish way of having a child is that you want that child to be something because it pleases you and it pleases your ego. You just having children is for the sole purpose. It's either an extension of your ego using that child as a tool and in the worst case scenario, using that child as a weapon, which is just plain downright evil as fuck. Let me give you an example. Long time ago with these farming communities, the only reason to have children was so those children could tend to the farms. And in my book, I'm going to call that selfish. You bring another life into this planet without their consent just so that you can use them as a tool. That's disgusting. 
using a child in an evil way is because you're just having a child because, I don't know, you just want them to go into the military to fight some war. Although, that really doesn't happen. Or you just have a child so you can get back at an ex. Because then the ex is going to owe something to you because that child was being given birth to. Or you just have more in terms of perks from either your ex-husband or welfare or whatever. That's that's using it as, as a prop to get something for yourself. And that disgusts me. The best way, I think, of having a child is to have that child selflessly. You have that child or those children, and you care about their happiness. You care about what they want. You care about their inner feelings and how you can help them achieve their own goals that not the goals that you decided for them, but the goals that they decided for themselves. At the same time, you can have very unconscious, selfless parents, and this just falls under the category of lazy and stupid, where they tell the child, yeah, you go and you follow your dreams and you follow your passion or you do whatever you want, but at the same time, you just sit on your lazy, useless ass and you don't do that child any kind of favors you don't help them you don't research for them you just say oh you're on your own and whatever you decide to do that's great but at the same time you're not providing any help or guidance and that's just being lazy as for children being property this right here happens because the relationship between a child children and their parents is one of the most unequal power dynamics on the face of the earth because let's face it it makes sense children can't fend for themselves children can't do anything for themselves once a person is born it is completely dependent and powerless we are born into a state of dependence and powerlessness when that starts changing i think is on and around maybe the age of 12, when kids are going into their teens. They develop a personality for their own. Even though this personality is developing, being under 18, you are most definitely property. Depending on your geography, culture, and parents, there are extreme limits on your freedom. Every human society, no matter how free they want to call themselves, every person has a mixture of rights, privileges, and responsibilities. So right is your right to something like free speech. Now privileges is something like driving a car. Not everyone is privileged enough to drive a car because they have to have a driver's license first to get that privilege. And responsibilities. If that person decides to get drunk and get behind the wheel and hit someone, that privilege of driving a car is revoked because they don't deserve that privilege anymore. So there's no such thing as 100% true freedom. You find that 
in the jungle. As the old saying goes, your freedom to wave your fists ends at where my nose begins. What I find extremely disingenuous, though, is I think really that from the ages of 13 to 18, that's when a child is developing into an adult. But yet, a lot of things are not conducive to this transition period. Now, here's where we get into the heart of children being treated as property. When there is zero transition period from childhood to adulthood in a kid's formative years. And this double whammy in this problem is created by a close family system that's extremely controlling combined with a school that is run with a fascistic hierarchy. In a close family system that's controlling, genuine feelings that go against that system are often pushed under the rug and punished. So freedom is extremely limited or in some edge cases, non-existent. And news about the family is not allowed to leave that family. Some of these families are like mini North Koreas. It's especially bad in divorced families because you are triangulated into being used as a weapon for both families. On the flip side of that coin, it's a fascistic school system where you are learning nothing about social and emotional learning. Everything is about memorization and regurgitation. And you are not allowed to talk about your feelings because that's not considered academic rigor. It's a big ruse when these countries say that they respect freedom and liberty and all this other crap when in reality you're prepared to live in a dictatorship. Compare this to a bird that is naturally attuned with the ability to fly. People get that bird and they put it in a cage, then they clip its wings and the bird's environment is only that cage. All of a sudden, after a couple of years, you open that cage and you let the bird out into the Amazon rainforest. A bird with clipped wings that can't fly. This is the situation of many kids who weren't given any respect and their emotions weren't given a shit about. And yet, we have the audacity to fucking say people have freedom. When you get a bird, you lock it in a cage, and you regiment when it can eat, when it can go outside, when it has any freedom at all, in addition to having its wings clipped, and it's eventually set out into the wild, you did that bird a disservice, and fuck you. This is the predicament of a lot of youth who aren't given a transition and are expected to understand what freedom is. So don't be an imbecile saying everybody has equal opportunity and everybody has freedom when you know you're being completely full of shit. Don't let that crap come out of your mouth when you don't think about any of these things in a critical and intelligent manner. More ways that young people are treated as property is that they don't have a voice at all in the legal system. 
They're also told that they should just be thankful when the same exact people that are telling them that are either too lazy or too dumb to actually make a better environment that they can actually enjoy. Not to mention one of the dumbest ideas on the face of the earth that the dumbest bastard probably came up with. That's high stakes testing. And I'm going to have a whole nother episode on that, on how embarrassingly stupid that is. It's that in life, you learn from your mistakes. You learn about what you do wrong and how to fix them for the next time around. But when you have these stupid, idiotic, unhelpful, high-stakes tests that lead to things such as teen suicide, no one in my adult life asked me for a test score on one of these stupid, idiotic, and imbecilic, if that's even a word, high-stakes tests that they make you take. They want to know how good you are at creative problem solving and high stakes tests leave no room for any kind of creativity or any room for any kind of failure. So they are just a stupid idea. Look, if you want something to treat as property and you don't want to give it any respect or any say in how its life will go and how its life is going, get a chihuahua. Don't create another human being, okay? When it comes to raising a child, different countries have different approaches. And I think the Scandinavian approach is way better than the stupid U.S. approach. The U.S. treats young people to evolve them into human capital stock. They're just cogs in a machine, and the entire country is treated like some stupid professional sports teams that treat other countries like other professional sports teams, as opposed to some countries not caring about this stupid professional sports team mentality and actually caring about conscious human evolution and advancement. So in conclusion, for the most part, unfortunately, children are treated as property. And when we talk about freedom, we have to understand freedom means nothing without a foundation. Let me put you alone in a dangerous, desolate area, such as the Amazon rainforest, the middle of the Sahara, or in the middle of Antarctica, and give you as much freedom as you want. You can say whatever the hell you want, and you can do whatever the hell you want, but when you don't have any resources and any relationships in those dangerous, desolate areas, freedom don't mean crap if you're about to die of starvation or go insane because of loneliness. How conscious people can fight back against this children as property epidemic is to consciously and selflessly raise their kids, meaning that instead of criticizing and judging them for what they do wrong, that doesn't help. Guide them and never say the words do as I say and not as I do, because that's most likely what a master tells their slaves and remember as much as you tell your kids to study 
for their schoolwork, you take some time to study your kids. This was me coming down on children treated as property. And maybe I'll have a poll of what I come down on next. I have a few ideas. And as always, don't forget to like and subscribe to The Avalanche. I will see you on the next episode. Yeah,